Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. All right. Ad-libbing. Oh, that can be a pain if you don't know how to do it. We'll talk about that after this. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, ad-libbing. I, I tend to do a lot of ad-libbing, flying by the seat of my pants, uh, pulling something out of my butt, shooting from the hip, whatever you want to call it. Because I only prep so much. I can only stand to prep so much. You know, if I get a good idea... For a, a game, I get a couple of scenes in my head that may work and may be an ending. I will sit there and prep it and write it down. If I have a campaign world, I will use that. If I have a module, I will read it and jot down notes and basically condense the module to and bend, and bend it to my will uh, so it would fit in the game. So... That's the kind of thing you you got to do. I mean, I everybody should learn how to think on their feet. I mean, I do a lot of thinking on my feet because I have to. You have to because you got like four to six players staring back at you going, well, what happens? Well, what are you doing? We're doing this. What happens? And if you ain't got it in your notes, then you have to ad lib. What I like, to, one of the things I like to do, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a masochist. I'm, sometimes I feel like a masochist because I will throw myself, I, I don't have to wait for the players to throw me a curveball. I'll do it to myself. I will put myself on the spot because to me, it it helps, you know, with my experience of GMing and it's exciting. It's exciting to me. Because I know the players are going to bring their spin to it. And between the ad lib and their spin on it, something magical happens as far as I'm concerned. So that's why I said I only prep so much. They say you should prep an hour for every hour you play. Well, I find that a little unrealistic, especially when you... I can can understand where, like, people like me, you know, adults, you know, older adults, they have to... They have to parcel out their free time, and if they're regular, if they're gaming regularly, that's one of the things they have to do. Okay, fine. So prep. I I one hour, one hour to one hour is fine if you you know you got the time and you want to do it. Now I got all the time in the world. Okay, I got plenty of time. I just don't like to do it. I just one I'm lazy, and two if I leave things go and I just have a general idea of what I'm doing. That keeps me on my toes and it makes it exciting to me. I also got to take into effect that I'm, you know, I'm in my 60s and right now as of this recording. And so I got to like, do I have the energy for this? Which is why I don't run champions anymore (laughs) because it's a tiring game. It really is. But anyway, 
Um, like I said, I love ad-libbing, flying by the seat of your pants, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I've, I've reduced it down in my head. And this is also associates with the, like the last few episodes I did on brain lock, uh, because it gets you out of brain lock. If you put yourself, see, to me, if I put myself on the spot, it gets me out of brain lock because I got to go sum up with, come up with something like that. And when I say like that, I mean like in 10 to 15 minutes, not always like boom, because there are certain points in the game. There are certain things in the game where I just got to go, let's take a break and then spend the next 10 to 15 minutes going, okay. But still, that's not much time. Okay. So I can come up with something, something, you know, in my head in 10 to 15 minutes to keep the game going. And that's the whole point. Keep the game going. That's that's what you have to do. And players help you with that, of course. But you've got to do your deal, due diligence, too. So I sit there and go, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then when they come back, okay, now, we were you were doing this? Fine. This is how it plays out. Okay. To do that, say they, they, they go to a place that you didn't expect or talk to a person you NPC you didn't expect them to, or something like that. Or maybe maybe they try and make an end run around the whole plot and, you know, solve it that way. And I'm the kind of GM who will not like get mad at that or try and try and discourage them a lot. Maybe a little, because you know, they want to do that if they want to do that kind of game. Okay, fine. We can do that, but you know, I'm not going to hand it to you. You know, you're going to work for it because you know that's part of the game. And so, you know, you got these things that happen. Okay, fine. Think in your head of the five W's: who, what, when, where, why. And sometimes you don't even need all five. Sometimes you need just who, what, where. You know when, because it's going to happen when they get back. And why? Later, later. You can hook it up to the plot. If you need to hook it up to the to whatever plot you got going, later. You know, just have it happen. There's nothing wrong with a little mystery in the game. You know, there's nothing wrong with the, keeping the players guessing. I mean, that's, you know, that's all part and parcel of being a GM. And they will find out later. Maybe... Not right later like that session, but I thought I, I what I love is things that happen that they just can't figure out, and you don't tell them. But you mainly you don't tell them because you haven't figured it out yourself, and it's just it's just great because then afterwards going okay they did this, why did they do this? And then you figure out how to hook it up into the campaign. That, to me, is fun prep. That's the fun part of prep. Because they give you something to chew on, and you ma- it's basically making lemons, lemonade out of lemons. You know, they hand you lemons, you make lemonade. Boom. You know, so that's, like I said, who, what, when, where, why? And just, you know, take a few of them. Because what you're doing, you're not trying, you're not trying to, you know, develop, you're not trying to develop the storyline or anything like that. You're just trying to keep the game going until you guys say, okay, see you next week or whatever you want to do. 
That's the whole point of the thing. So who, what, when, where, why? Who, this NPC who is a, a stagecoach driver. What, the stagecoach, for some reason, is haunted. I don't know why I came up with that, but uh, is haunted. Okay. Where? In their town. Or just, better yet, just outside of town. Say in a rough part near the near the forest, but not quite in there yet. And I would do a win with that too, uh, because I would like to make it at night. They're traveling at night. Say they were doing that anyway. Say they were walking. They were they they weren't even traveling in the stagecoach. They were walking, and the coach comes up. You know, comes up, and I'll do stuff like. You see these specters on top of the coach. You see the coach driver trying to, you know, he's got a cross and all this other stuff. He's trying to find off these, these, these undead, you know, specters and other things like ghouls and stuff. And he's driving along and it's like, oh man, we better go help him. You hope. You never know what players are going to do. Oh man, we better help him. And boom. Okay. It's off and running, you know. This may have been right at the start of the session where you really didn't, you had something planned, but this is better. And you always got, okay, as a GM, you always got to think whatever the players hand you, nine times out of 10 will be better than what you planned. Nine times out of 10, because you can link it to stuff, you can extrapolate on the stuff, and they will extrapolate on it after they start doing it. Always listen to your players. But, of course, you're a, you're a GM. You know that. You listen to your players. So, okay, they're off and running. I did what I, – I told you – I told this before. I did a, I did a, a Surgeon Wizardry game where um, they started out in the tavern again. But one of the characters decided to step out in the alley, the side door – to get a breath of fresh air, smoke his pipe, or whatever. And in the alley, all of a sudden, an owlbear runs down the alley, followed by three or four guys who were trying to chase it. And I really, I had kind of a vague thing in my mind what I wanted to do with it, but it was one of those, hey, look, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to follow them. I'm going to run after them. And it turns out they're uh, they're, uh, uh, circus people who that was their... That was their uh, part of their their menagerie was an owlbear, and it got out. They were traveling to another another spot, and they got out, and it got out. And so they were chasing, and it ran into the forest. Next thing, all the characters are in the forest, and then we're going off for that. We're dealing with the elves, and got a temple, and da 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 da. da. Had to had to deal with some bugbears on the way, and you know they they had a really good time. And all it was was an owlbear runs down. Owlbear's running down an alley with the guys chasing him. That's it. That's all I had. It was who the guys, what the owlbear, and when it happened right then. Boom. There. You got something going. Extrapolate from that and have fun. All right. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, get get hold of me at oldmangrognar.gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Spotify for Podcasters. Hey, I got it right this time. <laughs> we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. And if you want to do a single donation, Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. 
Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you, guys. For other good podcasts, we have Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Pinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>